All right, welcome to the Creators Our Brands podcast. I am your host, Tom Boyd. This is the show that discovers how storytellers are building brands online. Uh, my name, I, I think I said it already, my name is Tom Boyd. And this episode is unique because it's going to be a solo episode, and I'm going to try to keep it to around 10 minutes. And what we're going to discuss in this episode is pricing frameworks or pricing mindsets for creators. So I've worked as a creative professional for over 10 years. So I, I kind of worked more as a freelancer. Then I started working and consulting for a billion dollar company where I hired freelancers and creatives and influencers. Uh, and I also worked in the music industry for a couple years. And now I, I also, I have this side this side project where I charge for work. I charge for my audience, right? Like exposure to my audience. I charge brands to get in front of them. And, and, you know, people will call these brand deals, brand sponsorships. And it's a different way of thinking. Like it's, you're not charging for like, you're not making a like a video for a client. You're, you're making a video for your audience that promotes a client. And th there's some ways to think about it that I've, that I've learned. And, and if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I don't consider myself an expert. I consider myself an explorer, a, a voyager, right? So I'm an explorer. I'm a journalist of the creator economy. And these are some things that I've learned. So in the last year, I've, I've, I, I don't want to say a specific number, but I've made a lot more money in brand deals than I thought that I would have. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I learned some stuff in the process, uh, you know, actually having to charge for my own brand, right? Like, like not making stuff for someone else. And I also like some more context. When I was in the music industry, I made some, some, um, some, some mistakes around pricing or or charging for my time as a as a creative person and understanding ownership around intellectual property and i i i uh according to some some experts in the industry i lost hundreds of thousands of dollars by making these mistakes so it's a great experience like the way i framework that is like yo that's on them like like or that that's that's for them like they can have that money that's fine uh you know i'll take that as a learning experience so now i i try to do a, a good job of communicating more clearly around the money that i think i deserve for my creative ideas and in the process a lot of people ask me for advice. So uh, they say, hey, Tom, what should I charge for this? How should I think about this? And there are, are a lot of ways to go about things. And these are some of the things, these are some of the ideas that have helped me. So I'm going to share them with you. So again, this is for the individual that has built an audience. Let's say um, let's say TikTok 10,000 or more. Let's say Inst Instagram 1,000 or more. Uh, and YouTube a thousand or more, right? You've put the time into the creative process. You've built an audience. You might have had five or 10 brand deal opportunities. So you know a little bit about the world and like that'll help because having that experience to weigh these ideas against, like to think about like you can actually apply like my thinking on these towards those experiences. It'll, it'll like give you more context to what I'm talking about here. All right. But even if you haven't, built an audience that size if if you haven't had any brand deal opportunities this will still help you think about like the direction that you want to go all right but i think it is important to get that experience under your belt so you can like uh you you can actually uh like like it's almost like this that those first five to ten just experiment just like 
price whatever you want. Price, like doesn't really matter the client. Just have fun with it, and then you start to rein it in and realize, um, like like how you want to be, how you actually want to build your business, and 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 price for you know your time as a creative professional. Okay, so number one, number one. Now my goal, my my goal for this was to be ten minutes, and it's already at five minutes. So we'll see. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run through these quickly. If you want more context on these, please DM me at bonus footage on Instagram. DM me there, or or tag me in the comments there, and ask me a question. That'll also be my way of knowing that you listen to this episode. Uh, so if you have any questions, or you just want to say, hey, those ideas were brilliant. <laughs> That also works. Go to bonus footage on Instagram. All right, that's where we'll keep the conversation going. And then also, if you want to get the newsletter and and updates on the podcast and more tips like this, bonusfootage.co. So, one, know what you're selling. So, a lot of creators make the mistake that they're selling a 15-second video. You are not selling a 15-second video. You're not this brand's editor. You're not this brand's video producer. What you are selling is access to your audience. Audience that trusts you. Trust you for a specific thing. That's why the brand is coming to you. So you're not charging for a 15 second video. I don't care how long it is, how short it is. You're charging for the trust, for the this brand, their opportunity to get in front of your audience that you've spent countless hours building trust with okay number two factor in the imposter syndrome tax for 20 percent so as creatives we have this this need to want to people please sometimes right we want to people please because we want to give people every excuse possible to like the thing that we make we also have this ability to think that we're not as good as we, we actually are right like we 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 have this like uh imposter syndrome about you know our our actual talents and skills so i think that it's important factor 20 percent, right like if if you charge a thousand up it up <laughs> up it $200, right? Like, honestly, like, I mean, you don't like, these, again, these are ideas. These are ways of thinking about it that I want you to, to, to factor in. Cause like a lot of creatives are like, ah, oh, you know, I don't want to charge seven fifty because, you know, I'll feel bad. Like I, you know, I want them to really love working with me. Yeah. They can really love working with you and charge seven fifty too. Like, like both of those things can be true. Number three, does working with this brand elevate my brand now this concept i got from nathan barry of convert kit and he wrote uh, it was one of his newsletters but he said he was like there's a point where where creators should only work with brands that is essentially like a um it's more of social validation for them right it's like it's social proof that this person is a is a major player in this specific industry i'll give you an example so so more recently this summer i was like i'm not going to take brand deals i'm done i'm done with that because they were pulling too much of my focus from like the actual serving of my audience then spotify reached out so i was like i was like wait Spotify is like a really good look like like that also signals to other brands the caliber of brands that that I work with you know that's the type of person that I work with so you know I I I, 
I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely entertain this. And I sent them a price that I thought was way too high. And they accepted it. <laughs> and so I did this brand deal with Spotify. So it was an example of does this elevate my brand, right? Like, like almost like does this brand, like does that check that box of like does it look good to work with this company? Like dude, does this company have values that, that, that like would be consistent with my audience or the people that I want to build trust with, right? Or is it just like a quick money graph? Like y- you have to factor that in. Is this – is working with this brand actually gonna is it gonna be like a, a blue check mark of brand deals? Like once I work with them, it looks good. Now like like I, I remember when I did the Spotify uh, brand deal, all these people messaged me. Like like they were like it was like this like there's a really cool moment where it was like people were really stoked for me because it like looked legit. So when you think about brand deals, does collaborating with them actually elevate your brand at the same time? Number four. Practice taking money out for taxes immediately. So I'll give you uh, – when I started working as a freelancer, I start, uh, I didn't make money for like – you know, probably – I didn't make any substantial money for about four to five years. You know, It was like little projects here and there. And then I started to get consistent retainer clients, and I like – Took all that money, like put it back into equipment, like buying things, like like just personal stuff, and then and then uh, and then taxes hit, and I realized I was like, oh, like I actually don't. Not all of that money that came in was mine, and I, I, I that might be obvious to a lot of people, uh, but like once you make that jump to actually making money, like the taxes can can kind of hit you hard. So I think it's important one to get in the habit of pulling. 25 to 35% out of every single, every single contract that you get. And I, I have a, I'm not getting paid to say this. I'm if they give me an affiliate link, I'll put it in the description. Uh, I'll put the, 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 the name of the, the website in the description either way, but I use Novo, uh, to, I started a Novo bank account. Um, Pat Flynn was talking about it on one of his podcasts. So I, you know, I trust, I trust a lot of what he says around like building a solopreneur business. So I, I started a new bank account with Novo.com. I think it's no or banking Novo or something like that. Uh, and then you can create, like, it's really easy to just create like a reserves, uh, uh, like little, uh, uh, account. So any check that comes in i take 30 percent out and i put it in there right away now not only does this set you up for success like when it comes time to pay your taxes but also like it starts you start to see how much comes out of each paycheck right like and so when you're going to price you factor that in like like if it's a 500 dollar partnership like i'm putting away i'm only making 350 of that like you start to see like it's like more tangible the amount that actually comes out of your 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 paycheck so you can start pricing accordingly for that so for me i think about that like all right how much do i want to make after taxes (laughs) right and it gets you in the habit of just thinking about how much you actually get from each project so do that take 30 percent immediately make it a habit in your mind then you start pricing accordingly for that uh, guys I'm all, I'm already at like I'm over 10 minutes already I apologize this was supposed to be a 10 minute podcast I might make this two parts who, who knows I might make this two parts um I say I say number five don't charge less than five hundred dollars like I don't think it's worth your time or your audience's time 
unless unless it's some like dream brand collab it really looks good it's going to be a lot of fun don't charge less than $500 cuz like i said after you take that $300 or like 150 200 out for taxes right you're only making 300 then your time then the opportunity cost then like actually putting this in front of your audience like the video tanking because it might like there's a higher chance that it might tank because it's uh it's a it's a brand deal video like all of these things that are things that you have to consider so i would say start your brand deal rate at 500, even if it's uncomfortable. Like I, I think that like if you have a niche audience and and I don't care how many followers you have, don't don't charge. Like start at 500. Start there. Like I I challenge you that. Like if you're not at 500 right now, I don't care how many followers you're at. Just like experiment with that, and you can frame it in a way that says, hey, like this is my rate. This is this is how much I'll do this for. Let me know, like you know. But you know, if you really want to work with them, I'm willing to work with you on this, though. Like, I, I would love to be flexible. I, I, I'm willing to be flexible because I really want to make this partnership win. And what I've realized is, most of these companies, it's not their money. It's like their marketing budget. And if they want to work with you, one, if they already found someone that they think is a good fit. Like, they don't want to spend more time finding something. That's more of their company time. Right. If they see someone that they really trust, whose audience that they really want to get in front of, five hundred dollars is is nothing. It's absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, but for you, that could be that could be that could be a, a really uh, like major uh, uh, like a uh, 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 that could be a, a great little boost of of your finances to be able to reinvest that into your creator brand. I would not do anything for less than five hundred because. Again, after all the taxes, everything's taken out, the time considered, like, it, in my opinion, it's just not worth it. Um, and then, and then, ask yourself this question. This is number six. Could you double it? What would it look like if you doubled it? What would it look like if you charged a thousand? What, like, think about that. Why not? This is this is uh, Sean. I think it was Sean West who 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 said this um, in one of his podcasts. He said, "If you could charge double, but not lose half of your opportunities, you should charge double." Think about that. Like so. So if you're making, I'll just for round numbers, one thousand a video, you're making one thousand a brand deal, and then you say, "Wait a second. I want to charge double and say you get you get 10 opportunities that's 10,000. So say you charge double now and it's 2,000, but you only get five brand deals. That's the same amount. That's still 10,000. So what happens is you get to spend more time on getting those brand deals right, more time on create like less time on creating other people's stuff and more time focusing on your audience and you're still making the same amount. So if you could charge double but not lose half of the opportunities. And like, obviously, you know, you're going to have to experiment with that a little bit, but it's a good framework. It's a good exercise for thinking about pricing for your audience, right? The trust that you've built with your audience. Again, not a 15 second video. How much do you value the trust that you've built with your audience up until this point? Could it be double the rate that you think that, that you should be charging? It might be, it might be. All right. 
guys, I'm, I'm 15 minutes in. I might have to make this a three-part video. All right. Whew. Okay. Increase the price 10% after each job. This is this is another way of thinking that that in the freelance world I've seen this work, and it doesn't have to be exact, but like, you know, say you worked with a had a contract for three months, and after those three months of working with that brand, doing let's say six videos over those three months, you're you're finished with that, and now you're kind of like. You're kind of spent. You're kind of like you kind of you know. Th there's a moment where you're like, man, I spent a lot of time on that, and like you, you really feel the effect of like putting a lot of creative effort for someone else. And at that point, in your mind, it's like you know what? It's easier to charge more, right? Like because you're thinking, like you feel the 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 strenuous like like focus for someone else's brand, and then you can be more confident. You know, I'm gonna raise my rates ten percent. And then after the next project, raise it 10%. Because not only are you getting, one, your, your audience is, is probably getting bitter, bigger. Two, you're getting better at what it is that you do, better at creating these videos. So all of that has to be factored in. So it's just a good construct. Like after a project, you say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to raise my rates 10%. Uh, and, and maybe you have to factor this in too. Is You don't have to do it with that specific client. Right. So if you like that relationship, if you kind of want to keep things as it is, that's fine. Like use your discretion there. But if another person comes in that's a similar brand and they don't they didn't know your rate was with them, or if they did and, and like you can still up it and say, Hey, like, yeah, it used to be that, but now because of, you know, um of of the trust that I've built in this industry, uh, my ability to create results for people, uh, I, I have the rates have changed to this. And if they, again, if they want to work with you, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it's not their money. They, they like, like they see what you've done in this industry and they want that trust from your audience. So, um, 10% isn't much at all. And what I, what I see is after the project, you're more, like you're more in a state of mind where it's like, you know, I deserve 10% more at the beginning of it. You're kind of, again, that imposter syndrome tech, like mindset comes in and you don't think you're worth it at the end. You're like, yeah, yeah. Up it. Let's go send it 10% more. Uh, number eight, call the price an investment. This is just, this is just, uh, across the board for any creative professional call the price an investment. Uh, whether it's in your head, whether it's on paper, whether it's in communication, start thinking about it that the thing that you're making for them is producing a result, right? Doesn't matter how much time you're putting into it, doesn't matter uh, how many resources you use, like it does, doesn't, like you're producing a result for them. And what's in between here is the price that they pay for that result. And that price is an investment. And they're looking for a return on that investment. And your goal is to help them get that return. So start thinking about your ideas, your creativity, your judgment as an investment, not a price. Number nine, earn with your mind, not with your time. That's from Naval Ravikant. And uh, Jack Butcher talks about this a lot. And this was in his newsletter. He talks about how he went from a, a, uh, a freelancer to now he's a creator that sells his own digital products. And his whole goal was to seek to divorce time and income. So direct time to income. Like, like we're, we're, it doesn't, again, the result, 
right? Like, if you're better at something, why should you charge? Like, if you're better, it probably means you're faster. It probably means you spent a lot of time in this industry. You have more insights in this industry. So you're going to be – you're usually going to think quicker than the average person that, like, you know, they, they might um, contract for, for, for a job, right? Like a, a random person on Fiverr to uh, – I'm kind of going into the weeds a little bit here. But, like, you should not be you, – you, it should not be a uh, – a negative thing to be better at your job, right? Because better, you might be faster. And then faster, time for money. Like if, if my rate is $50 an hour, but like I I write, I, I make this video in 15 minutes, the other person takes three days, they'll get paid more, but I'll produce a better result. So the whole goal is to get paid for your creativity and judgment. Now, um, this is what I've experienced, right? Like it's hard to think that way uh, it's hard to think that way if – especially in brand deal sense, right? Like if a brand's coming to you um, because it's not necessarily that they might think that way. But like I think it's good to be rooted, like have that, have that mindset that your goal is to seek to divorce time and money. And a great way to do that is to buy is, – is by having – digital products. And that's something I'm working on. Like I don't have a digital product right now. I'm building an audience, which is my assets that, that like, you know, hopefully I'll leverage for some sort of digital product in the future. But, uh, and the, one of my favorite courses on that is Jack Butcher's build once, sell twice. And I'll put the link for that in the description, but he kind of takes all of Naval Ravikant's frameworks for earn with your mind, not with your time and built a product around it himself. And it's one of my favorite ones. I, uh, there's a lot of courses out there that are just trash, but I, I really appreciate this course that he created, uh, build once, sell twice. So it, it, this is, this is the other thinking on that. If you're able to have some sort of product that's coming in, you're able to price more confidently. You're able to make that investment in you in a way that like you feel it, you deserve, right? So if you have more money coming in, you can say no to more. You can be more selective, and you can price in a way that you feel like is worthwhile uh, for, again, a brand getting in front of your audience. All right, number 10. Okay, okay. This is, this is from Ship30for30's email, right? This is from Ship30for30's email. It is uh, – they kind of did like a pricing – a relative pricing something like it was like it was like a well relative pricing pyramid uh, and it was basing on and if, I'll, I'll I'll try to link to that I don't know if I can because it was in their email but I'll treat, see if I can find a link and put it in the description but they kind of broke it down this was for freelance writers and I thought this was great for creators too anyone that is selling you know brand deals or sponsorships so it said that there's four tiers commodity optional priority and one of one and the way I see that is like a commodity is is someone and like that's the person that can price the least. That's someone that is creating just general content for a wide audience. There isn't like a specific person that uh, that a brand can come to them and say, that, yeah, they're they're exactly they're talking to the exact person that our customer is. Right. That's commodity. You don't have that much leverage to charge high. Uh, number two is optional, right? So this is an example. Let's say someone creates content around creativity, right? They have a YouTube channel and they just talk about creativity in general, just like 
artists, musicians, like all across the board, just creative people that put their ideas into the world, right? That would be optional. You could charge a little bit more. Like you know that there's a direction. You know there's a, there's there's more of a uh, uh, a type of person uh, that that might be into their content. Number three is priority, right? So this one in a brand's mind, this one this person would be more of 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 someone that they would they would be attracted to, uh, and and this would be someone that create this this is the example someone that creates content about building a creative business so now it's like okay we're not just talking about creativity we're talking about how to make money from that creativity now if you think of a company like convertkit or like any of these platforms that helps people do that like they might say yes that audience is is way more specific than someone that just talks in general terms, around creativity, right? About like how to put your art into the world. Now we're talking about selling a business. Their company helps sell a business. So yes, that person ha is is more likely to charge more to a company like ConvertKit than someone that just talks about creativity on like more like generic terms. And then the 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 person that can charge the most is the one of one. Right. So so in this case, it might be one of 30 or whatever, but like uh, just for I'm, I'm using their their pricing tier. And again, it's there's is more for freelancers and they have like a whole construct around each one. And I'll again, I'll try to link to it. So I'm trying to make this apply to creators because when I read it, I was like, yeah, yeah that, that clicks for me, too. So the one of one, the, the example would be. And this would be higher value va value to someone like uh, like a ConvertKit, like a creator economy platform. So just so you know, ConvertKit helps people build their email lists and they help you like sell products to your email list. So this one of one version would be someone with a YouTube channel that creates content around building a creative business and the, and the main way, the main way that they help people do that is by creating an engaged email list. So this person's teaching creativity, business, and the means to do that is by building a, a an engaged email list. So ConvertKit looks at that. That 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 creator is of way more value to them than someone that just creates generic content. So when we think about pricing, it's not apples to apples, right? Some people can demand more because of what their audience trusts them on. So that person's audience trusts them like, OK, like this is this is their world. They know all about email lists. They've tested every single platform. And if they're going to tell me to get this one, like that comes with a price, right? Like and that price convert kit is more likely to be like or, or, or is more likely to 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 pay more for right than someone that is just creating content for everyone. So it's just like a way of thinking, right? Like, so it's not apples to apples. I, I don't know. I, this stuff helps me think about, again, how I create my content, the trust that I'm trying to build with my audience, and helps me like just build confidence around why I price the way that I do for, for my stuff. And I'm telling you, these brands, they can see confidence. Like, like if you, <laughs> I'm t like, there's just, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that if you, I don't think there's a wrong price. You can price whatever you want. And th there's th obviously there's there's a point where people will think you're ridiculous, but there there's a point where it's like, "Hey, the confidence that he has uh the or he or she has uh combined with the trust of their audience, combined with their skill set, like we want to figure out how to pay them accordingly. Like they want to pay you." All right. And and number okay. Okay, and, and number number 
11. I think I already said increase the price. Yeah, so number 11, uh, and this is the last one, is, and there's a lot more. Again, if you have any questions, hit me at bonus footage on Instagram. But number 11 is take screenshots of your successes. Take screenshots when someone leaves a, a wonderful comment on one of your videos, when a brand tells you how great it was to work with you, when anyone says something that is like uh, uh, that, that, that makes it a moment to just say, hey, like I really appreciate what you do. I love the way you create content. The way you story your storytelling is 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 by far my favorite in this format of content, right? Take screenshots of all of that. Likes, shares, retweets, right? Any successes and just make a folder in your phone of those successes. And I find that when it comes to pricing and you start to feel that imposter syndrome about the actual connection you have with your audience, I don't care if it's three, I, like three screenshots, I, like, like it, they're going to rack up over time, right? Look at them. Like prime your brain with those successes. And then it gives you that confidence to price what you're worth. Right. And then like, again, you can show this to people if you want to. Like for me, like I kind of just keep it tucked. It's just a good reminder for me, like the actual impact that I'm that I'm making with my audience, because we have um, we, we, we forget like, you know, five, six months ago, like the stuff that I was creating, like sometimes you go on a run, sometimes you hit a creative lull. Like it's important to have a place where you can go back to that. And remind yourself of your wins because we're reminded of the things we're not doing great a lot. Like, you know, if, if the algorithm changes, uh, if our audience like isn't really engaging as much, like that becomes like as a creative, like that's the only thing we're focusing on. So it's good. Like if a brand comes to you, you know, during that moment, you can remind yourself, no, nah, no, nah, I do have, I do have reach here. I do have influence in this space. There are people that trust me for the things that I create and Go back to that. That screen, the screenshot, have that album there ready, right? And, and keep that top of mind because, again, you're going to build up that confidence and that confidence to price accordingly. And I want you to price accordingly. I don't want you to be taken advantage of. I, I, want, I want you to feel good about it. Actually, actually, I want you to price. Like, this is, the, okay, I'm going to throw this one in there. If someone... If they say yes to the first price, you didn't charge enough, right? Like really practice like that, that, that back and forth because it doesn't have to be adversarial. It can be like, it's just a conversation like, hey, this is the price that I would typically charge for something like this. I'm willing to work with you. And if they, if they like, if there's no pushback, you probably could have charged more. All right. Have a wonderful day. Uh, again, subscribe to Bonus Footage Newsletter. I'll, 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 I, I can expand on these subjects there. If you have questions, if let me know you listen to this by, by commenting on, uh, on my Instagram, Bonus Footage. And listen, um, I appreciate you for listening. I hope you enjoy this, this uh, solo podcast format. And, you know, obviously, again, I'm not an expert. This is my ways of thinking. This is what I tell friends when they come and ask me about this stuff. So whether it's not <laughs> like like you don't have to take all of them, but if some of them help you charge a couple hundred dollars more um, so you can put those resources back into your creator brand, then boom, this podcast was a success. Have a wonderful day.